Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is attorney Larry Rowe. Question. Why would you take a local auto crash case to a huge out-of-state law firm? Be smart, stay local, and visit me at LarryLRowe.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 580 WCHS, its employees, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. 580 Live is presented by Thornhill Automotive and is broadcast live from the Parmar Stores studio. From the studios of West Virginia Radio Corporation, the country, the United States of America, the state, West Virginia, the city, Charleston, this is 580 Live, and your host of 580 Live. What we've got here is he's kind of a big deal i have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass and i'm all out of bubble dave allen hey folks a good thursday morning to you it's 580 live at the voice of charleston wchs queen computer hotlines 304-345-5858 fruit pharmacy text line 304-935-5008 we do the show each monday through friday from the parmar store studio if there's not a parmar store near you now there will be soon 580 live brought to you by thornhill auto group visit any of the six thornhill locations and register to win in their weekly one thousand dollar holiday drawing visit thornhillautomotive.com for all the details kayla murphy serving as our producer today uh we got a lot of stuff i want to get to in the world of news a little light on guests today uh but uh we do have a very important guest with us this morning and i want to welcome here now this is uh, sarah bulliard the ceo of the ymca of uh, of the uh, canal valley area uh, good morning sarah how are you Good morning. I'm great. How are you this morning? I am doing fine. Thank you so much. Now, you're here to talk about the spirit of the valley. What exactly is the spirit of the valley? Sure. So the spirit of the valley is an award that's presented to an individual in our community who has really exemplified community service and giving back to our great state of West Virginia. Each and every year, the YMCA puts on the Spirit of the Valley luncheon, and all proceeds benefit the wonderful work that we are able to do in our community. Um, and this year's award recipient is General Hoyer. So I think that he kind of exudes what community service is and giving back. He's been so influential to all of us over the last several years, but primarily over the last 18-plus months dealing with COVID. Give us uh, the uh, back, and I, and I echo your sentiments on, uh, on on General Hoyer, absolutely 100%. Uh, give us the history of this program. How did it all start? 
Sure. So this started about 30 years ago with a group of individuals in, in our community who really just wanted to get together and rally around an organization, um, rally around the why, but how identify how we raise funds um, to make sure that all individuals in our community have access to the why, regardless of their economic background. And so the Spirit of the Valley was created. They identified an honoree every year um, that the award would go to, and all funds raised help support our financial assistance program, which ensures that everyone in the Valley has access to the why, whether it be our health and fitness facilities or our child care facilities, um, so that they can come and, and utilize those programs that are really vital to personal growth. And you mentioned the uh, luncheon. The, uh, the luncheon, I think, is going to be held uh, next Wednesday. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the luncheon will be next Wednesday at the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. Um, it Kickoff will be at about 1130 with registration opening up. Our, our doors will actually open at noon, um, and there will be a plated luncheon. There's about 400 folks that are set to attend right now, which is great. Um, and we will be able to pay tribute to General Hoyer, but also hear about the great work of the Y. And tell us about some of the programs uh, that are going on with the Y. I mean, we hear that thrown out there a lot, uh, but uh, what, are, what are some things that are that are, have you excited about what's going on with the Y right now? Yeah. So it's a, it's a new Y, I think. We've really experienced through COVID what our pillars are and what that means to us as an organization and how that kind of relates to what we do in, in the community. And so our main focuses are healthy living, youth development, and social responsibility, and we live that every single day. With healthy living, we have an incredible fitness facility here in Charleston at the Charleston Family YMCA. With youth development, we have a complete site that's dedicated solely to youth development and child care, and that's our Cross Lanes YMCA Child Development Center. And we take kiddos out there starting at six weeks old all the way up to 12 years old. Um, and then with our social responsibility platform, it's really important for us to make sure that the community knows that as a nonprofit organization, it's also our mission to give to other nonprofit organizations. So we really want to partner with other nonprofit organizations to help our community in any way that we can. Uh, make sure I'm pronouncing your last name right because i think yeah. i may have butchered it sarah <laughs> bullyard is that right Bolliard. Bolliard. Like, a ball in a, like a ball in a yard <laughs> yeah i think you've actually been on the show before i think you may have been on uh the show with us once before so i apologize it was gonna no ha- halfway through like you know talking to you i was like i think i totally butchered her name i got the sarah part right but Bolliard. i want to make sure i get that right uh and uh, she is uh, with the ymca of uh, of the uh, Kanawha area giving um Giving Tuesday was held yeah. uh, last week. Always a big event all across America. Uh, I talked a little bit about it on the air last week. I know that your group is heavily involved in that. Tell us about that. Yeah, so Giving Tuesday is kind of a national nonprofit awareness campaign um, to create awareness around you have Black Friday, you have Cyber Monday, and so then we have Giving Tuesday. And it's really a way for folks um, to be able to make those year-end gifts all on one day. Obviously, we will take year-end gifts as, as long as we possibly can, but that's the day that really all nonprofits across the country try to create as much awareness around that day and, and giving to their organization. So we did do Giving Tuesday here locally. Um, so far for the Spirit of the Valley campaign, we've raised over $235,000 with a goal of two hundred and fifty. And so we are we are so close to our goal, and I think that we'll get there by, by next week. But any year and gifts that folks would like to give, we'd be more than happy to accept those. And uh, where can people make those gifts? Sure. So they can, it's really simple. You can either text SPIRIT21 to 44321, or you can go online to our website at www.ymcaofkz.org. And I'm going to uh, presume that that's where they can learn more information about the Spirit of the Valley uh, uh, luncheon next week as well. Absolutely. 
absolutely. If you go to that website, you'll see General Hoyer's bright and shining face right there. <laughs> so just click on his face, and it'll take you directly to where you can purchase tickets. And I got to tell you, Sarah, I had a chance to uh, meet General Hoyer um, a couple of years ago. He and I went through a um, uh, went through the Leadership West Virginia program yeah. together uh, in 2015, I think it was. And I had always heard the name, uh, had never never really got to know him until then. And we spent about six or eight months, you know, together traveling around the state of West Virginia as part of that wonderful program, Leadership West Virginia. And uh, I found him to be, this was well before he, you know, obviously well before the pandemic. when yeah. he, he was just simply General Hoyer at the time, <laughs> as yeah. if you could be simply General Hoyer. Uh, but uh, but he was, uh, he, he's just a fantastic uh, guy. He really is just a, a fun person to be around. And, you know, uh, I was taken by him when I first met him at the, the the first function that we had because he came in and he still had, he was in, dressed in the camo and the whole deal. And I'm thinking, well, it's not every day you get to meet a general. And right. uh, he shook my hand. He said, my name's Jim. And I appreciate yep. you calling me Jim. Yeah. <laughs> so to yeah. me, he's been Jim ever since, you know. He's very humble. For those that have not had the opportunity to work with him, he is extremely humble. And, and kind of the lights and the, the cameras and things like that, I, I don't think it's something that he truly enjoys. No, Because <laughs> he not. is really more about his service to our incredible state. We've experienced that firsthand at the Y, getting to work with him on COVID response efforts. Um, he is absolutely incredible um, and, and, again, very, very humble um, to his service to the state. What exactly is the, um, the, the process for someone to be chosen to, to win this uh, award? Sure. So there is a committee that's in place that nominates folks. Um, we receive nominations from people all over the Kanawha Valley. Um, and then there's a committee that votes on those. And it's usually a lot of past recipients that are part of that, that vetting process, but also our, our board chair, some other folks in the community, and they all come together to identify who that individual is. But we always take um, recommendations from folks in our community because they truly are the ones who get to experience the great work of these individuals on an everyday basis. Well, you know, um, so I'm, I'm presuming that in your role, and you said the committee, they probably have people all the time coming to them and say, you know, who, who would be a great person? This person would be a great person. This person would be a great person. So I, I'm sure it's a it's a very long process to choose who the recipient is every year. Yes, there is. But this year, it was no question. No question it's, all this year. No question. All right. So, again, where can people learn more about the event? Go ahead and give us the contact information again if they want to go online and learn more about it. Sure. So our website is www.ymcaofkv. Org. You can click on General Hoyer's face, and it'll take you directly to go purchase tickets for the event, or you can click the donate option and make a donation straight there. You can also give by texting SPIRIT21 to 44321, and it's important to note that all funds raised go straight to our scholarship program. We see folks every day that come into our facility that don't have the means to pay for programs, and we're able to provide them that opportunity through these scholarship funds. We've seen about a 60% increase in our scholarship recipients because of COVID, and the average annual income is $20,000 for these folks. So really and truly, you are making a difference in an individual's life here in the community. Well, Sarah, it's been a pleasure having you on the show again. We'll have you on again real soon. You're always welcome. You do folks do fantastic work with the YMCA of Kanawha Valley, so anytime you want on, all you got to do is just uh, get in touch with me, and uh, we'll make time for you. I appreciate it very much. 
Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having us on. Right, thank you very much. Sarah Bolliard, again, the CEO of the YMCA of Kanawha Valley. Spirit of the Valley, is uh, the luncheon is going to be next Wednesday. And honestly, I can't think of a more deserving person than uh, than General Hoyer to, to get uh, uh, that award. Uh, and I became friends with him a couple of years ago, as I said. And I said, it's always good to be really close friends with somebody that has access to tanks. Um, he didn't He didn't find it as humorous as I did. Quick Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text Line, 304-935-5008. Tonight is the City of Charleston Christmas Parade, and we are going to be broadcasting that event live. And uh, so I'm going to talk about that with Chris Lawrence uh, coming up here in just a couple of moments. I want to remind you that the December special at Husson's is their holiday pack. Now, you can pick up a large 18-inch pepperoni pizza, breadsticks, 12 hot wings, and a 2-liter Pepsi, only $29.99. Visit at your local Hudson's or just visit online, hudsonspizza.com. Uh, from the Fruit Pharmacy text line, Texture says, Light on guests today, translation. This is when Dave brings up a very controversial topic with five minutes left in the show, says his take on the matter, then we run out of time. It's as if Caitlin, my producer, texted that in, and she did not. At least I don't think she did. <laughs> no, actually, that's not what's – got several things I want to get into, and I'm going to get into them before 9.58, but I'm going to talk to Chris Lawrence and some, possibly somebody else, too, about the uh, Christmas parade, which is just happening tonight. We're going to be broadcasting that live. Chris Lawrence is going to join us to talk about that. Our uh, telephone hotlines are a service of Quinn Computers. They treat your business like your business is their only business. Live streaming to 580 Live brought to you by attorney Larry L. Rowe. Visit LarryLRowe.com or call 304-925-1333. Taxing services provided by Fruit Pharmacy, your hometown family pharmacy. We're back after this with Chris Lawrence. This is 580 Live at the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses care for your family. This year holiday begins with Thornhill Auto Group. The season is here, and as always, we're here for you. It's Sydney, Santa's helper here on the Thornhill Motor Mile, and I want everyone to know we're going to stuff your stockings with over $22,000 this month. Come visit us on the Thornhill Motor Mile and register to win in our weekly $1,000 holiday drawing at any of our six locations. We want to help keep you jolly, and while you're in, check out all of our new 2022 models arriving daily. Test drive, grab a new ride. Let's make this year totally magical. With the best selection and service from West Virginia to Kentucky, this year holiday begins on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Visit thornhillautomotive.com. See Thornhill for all details. Off the coast of Los Angeles, a vital parking lot in the Pacific. Container ships, mostly from Asia, stretching across the horizon. Hi, I'm David McCormick, owner of Omega Commercial Interiors, reminding you to buy American and buy local. When you do that, you're helping your local economy. And when you need office furniture, call us in Morgantown or Charleston. So buy local and buy American. This Common Sense Message, a service of Omega Commercial Interiors. We're a proud West Virginia company. Polka Valley Bank, your community bank, is ready to serve you for all of your banking and financial needs. Polka Valley Bank has been serving customers in your community since 1908. Stop by one of our seven convenient locations in Elkview, Sissonville, Polka, Winfield, Clandenon, Spencer, or Walton, and let us become your community bank. Visit us online at polkavalleybank.com to learn more about our personal and business services. Polka Valley Bank, where relationships matter. Member FDIC. Trading in your business fleet or personal vehicle for a new one? Donate your used vehicle to Good News Mountaineer Garage and get the best tax deduction possible and the satisfaction of knowing your donation changed the life of someone in need. Good News Mountaineer Garage repairs donated vehicles and provides them to qualified West Virginia families, giving them access to employment, safe, affordable housing, health care, and other vital necessities, and putting them on the road to economic independence. Call 1-866-GIVE-CAR today for Good News Mountaineer Garage. 866-GIVE-CAR. 
922, it's 580 Live at the Voice of Charles, the WCHS Quick Computer Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text Line, 304-935-500H from the Parmar Store Studio. Parmar, proud to sponsor the Home for the Holidays Christmas Tour featuring Landau, Eugene Murphy Jr. and from The Voice, Holly Forbes. For a complete list of shows, visit LandauMurphyJr.com. And remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Caitlin Murphy is our producer today. Tonight is the City of Charleston Christmas Parade. And we are going to be doing play-by-play of the City of Charleston Christmas Parade. We have Chris Lawrence and Carrie Hudasek for the morning news joining us folks good morning chris good morning good morning how are you Did I turn my mic on? yeah well it's the button's pushed uh um okay hey uh caitlin do we have an issue with the with chris's microphone here uh there we go there we go thank you very much (laughs) thank you very much all right so let's start again so chris lawrence is here hey good morning dave how are you you? carrie how are you good morning i'm good dave (laughs) all right let's talk about this uh, thing tonight city of charles christopher biggest in the history is that what i heard you say that's what uh that is what uh uh, Mackenzie Spencer said that mm-hmm. the, it, it started out, they thought they had about 100 units, and then about 50 more got involved, and they got over 150 in there, and this will surpass what they had uh, in 2019. Of course, last year they didn't have it because mm-hmm. of COVID. So, uh, yeah, probably the biggest ever. And we're going to be broadcasting live. We yeah. are indeed. I've, I've, never, I've always wanted to do a parade. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten the opportunity, so I thought, well, on it. We'll just do this one. Because the parade always fell on a Saturday, you said, right? And this yeah. is during the week. Right. So that's... It always, and you were in Wheeling, It too. was always the Saturday of the Super 6, mm-hmm. so I could never you know, even suggest it as an idea. I figured if somebody else wanted to do it, they would, but nobody ever did. And then when the mayor was elected, she decided to move it to Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And two years ago, it was a, it was a banging success. I mean, lots of people mm-hmm. showed up for it. And and they had a lot of people, or they had a lot of units, and they got even more units this year. The weather should be good, so hopefully yep. we'll get a, a big crowd downtown. But if you're not downtown and you want to still, you know, wrap Christmas presents and be in the spirit, Carrie and I will be on Capitol Street broadcasting live, and Stephen Jenny from V100, the Christmas station, mm-hmm. will be uh, on the street talking to folks as they go by. So and They're the sideline reporters, is that right? Yeah, they are. So they'll be talking to folks on the street, and so many people are involved in this, and they know so many people in the community, so there'll be a good added element for us. And it's, I think it's something, too, that we've always reported on, but we've never been there right in the middle of all the action. And it's something that everybody's excited about. It obviously didn't happen last year, like Chris mentioned. So hopefully um, we'll kind of bring that Christmas spirit to everyone listening back at home if they can't make it out. Now, how does one prepare for broadcasting a Christmas parade live? I know when Mackenzie was on Mayor Monday, uh-huh. she came in here with a giant list to give you the list, but there's there's more to it than just that. You got death charts and everything, Chris. You know, yeah, you, pretty you, much. I got, all, play my, by play got guy. all my charts done. Injury reports, researching. You know their their track record. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just the play by play. the The color analysis and mm-hmm. the expert analyst will be Carrie because she's a she's a veteran of uh, of many parades past. Because she was in the band and she was the. Uh, I'll be. Is it of, called the flag corps? Is that what no, I'm No, it's call called it? the color guard. Oh, the Chris. color guard. Okay. <laughs> and I taught at Capitol High School, so I kind of know a thing or two about yeah. marching bands. See okay. there, that's why I brought her because I would have called it the flag corps, and she <laughs> yeah. would have corrected me. So, are you going to have like a telestrator, you know, like uh, like on, on on the NFL coverage? And you're going to say, so basically, what happened here was on this play. Have you ever broadcast a parade live? I haven't. No, it'll be my first. So, so we're all going to be learning this together. Yeah. You've been in many of them. Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah, just haven't I've, been describing what's going. 
going on. I've been in a couple of them, but not in nearly the uh, creative capacity as you. I'm usually sitting on a wagon waving my hand. That's what I've done in them before. <laughs> Isn't that pretty much what you did growing up on the farm? Pretty much, yeah. If you ask my dad, definitely. And we're so. hoping to hear from those bands right at the start of the parade, too. So that's yes. why we were sectioned right there. Yeah, there was a couple of reasons. We're going to be live on Capitol Street right near the, uh, the Chase Tower. And I picked that strategic location for a couple of reasons. Number one... We want to go in the air at 7 right after the statewide sports line, and I did not want to have to wait 15 minutes for the first part of the parade to yeah. get to us. Yeah. So we're going to be right there where it starts. The mayor has promised me, as you heard it the other day, yeah. it'll be right at 7. It'll start. And the George Washington High School Band is one of the first. So hopefully the moment they turn on to Capitol Street, It'll be horns up, and they'll turn it on, and we'll just play their song, whatever they're playing when they come by. And there's going to be dogs there, too. Randy Dameron was on the show Monday talking about that. So. Right. We'll hear more about that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. so we got so. dogs, and we got he, – he said there may be a goat there. Did you hear him say that? I did not hear that. He I said, wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Well, you know, it's Charleston. So oh, it's Christmas, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. The Christmas goat. So. And then you, you have Santa at the end, too. Yeah, you got Santa. No, he uh, always brings up the rear at every parade. Are yes. we going to be able to get an interview with Santa? Is that going to be a possibility? I don't know. I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> I, mean, I, th- I think that probably you should. I mean, then maybe we'll leave that to Stephen Jennings. Well, we'll be- they're going to have to climb up on the fire truck and do it, because my days of climbing up on the fire truck are over. Okay. So, right. And plus, I, Santa probably does not want to speak to me. I mean, he and I have had problems in the yeah. past. There's beef. So. There's beef. Yeah, exactly. There's a history there. I'm just glad it won't be as cold as it, it's yeah. been in the last couple of days. Yeah, I mean, if you're heading out, I was. I mean, temperatures I think pretty, pretty much are going to be like in the 40s or something mm-hmm. like that tonight. So it uh, should be it should be good. And the thing about Christmas parades is, and I talked about this with the mayor, is you can never make everybody happy because there's always people that say, "Well, I would like it better when it was on the after Saturday afternoon." Then there's other people that's come out and said, "Well, this works perfect for me." And so it's going to make everybody happy. But I think it's going to be a good time, especially coming out of what we have gone through and not having a Christmas parade uh, mm-hmm. last year, uh, I think it's going to be a great event tonight. I think that that is, a, is an evolution, because when I was a kid, the Christmas parade was always in the daytime, mm-hmm. and there were lots of people, and it was just kind of a thing. You always went to the Christmas parade. In little towns where you and I come from, yeah. that was the thing. Yeah. Well, I think over time it evolves, because we started, you know, as, as participation dwindled and, and spectators, they moved ours to a nighttime parade, and it completely revamped the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what modern day is, is the nighttime parade's the big thing, especially at Christmas, because one of the biggest parts of Christmas and the holiday season is the lights. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing it at night, there's going to be lights everywhere. So yeah. Capitol Street's going to be lit up, Washington Street. It's going to be really nice, and and I'll look forward to that as well. All right. Well, guys, we'll be listening. It starts tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, you and Carrie will be doing the, um, the, the the play-by-play, and Steve and Jenny will be doing the uh, the sideline. Yeah. I just like calling it sideline. Yeah, well, Carrie will be doing color. I'll be doing the play-by-play. Okay, you'll be doing, you'll be doing color. All right. Well, it's going to be a great time. Uh, and uh, we're right after sports night tonight, so just yep. turn it on. Uh, seven o'clock and uh, and listen to, to yeah Carrie's just like first. just like it's a Friday night yeah <laughs> except, you thought you were done except yeah. instead of Jake it'll be Carrie and instead of Matt it'll be uh, Stephen Jennings and it Stephen. won't be football and it won't be football <laughs> well we might actually have to throw some of that yeah. in <laughs> hey uh, while I've got Carrie here I was actually going to mention this originally I didn't know uh, Chris was going to do this this place is crazy as far as trying right. to get people because you know we got news going on and so on and so forth so I had asked Chris to be on and then uh, Chris kind of went AWOL for about thirty seconds couldn't find him so. I grabbed you and brought you in there. I want to say congratulations to you. Oh, I had some you. notes on this because you just picked up a big award uh, for, for, for your work, the award from the National Association of Radio Network.
Parks uh, for your series of stories that you did on the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and how it involves some West Virginia residents um, and their ties to that horrible day in uh, U.S. history. So I had it in my notes to say I didn't know you were going to be in the studio today, but congratulations. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, it was a week of uh, stories I did uh, talking to West Virginians, most who learned of their friends and loved ones that were in the Twin Towers that day, unfortunately lost their lives. And the 20th anniversary, it was a big deal. So we had full coverage that whole week, and I'm just, I'm glad it was honored in that way well i see i feel like because you know chris is mr broadcasting hall of famer and you just won this award and i'm just i'm just here you know being being dave being oh. stupid and oh. so uh so hopefully we i'll still appreciate you dave. Uh, <laughs> despite that well, she's so nice yeah, she's, I, she's, I, I don't I appreciate you to, at all didn't yeah. mean to say this still yeah <laughs> i appreciate i appreciate you guys hey we'll be listening tonight starting at seven o'clock guys thanks a lot all, all right man dave. all right uh, carrie and chris doing the uh doing the thing tonight with the charleston christmas parade right after sports starts at 7 o'clock, and of course, Steve and Jenny will be a part of that as well. Quick Computer Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy a text line is 304-935-5008. The rest of the show is yours. Uh, text says, hopefully, you do not block the entrance to the auditorium so handicapped people can get in safety. Not all people have interest in the parade, but there is a concert going on. Indeed, there is. Uh, uh, there is uh, going to be, I think it's the Gaither uh, family who's going to be doing their concert tonight. That's all going to be a part of it, and if uh, I think the texter had uh, texted that in the other day when we had uh, McKenzie and we uh, had Mayor Goodwin on on uh, Mayor Monday. Uh, they both assured us that it would not be blocked and that uh, there would be easy access to the concert tonight. Quick computer hotline 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy text line 304 304- Nine three five five zero zero eight. While we're talking about Christmas lights, the St. Albans Festival of Lights is back for its thirty third year, six to eight p.m. nightly. Admission is free, but donations are accepted. The Festival of Lights, sponsored by the St. Albans Parks and Recreation Department, all Christmassy up in here. Uh, Texter says, back when I lived in Clarksburg, our Christmas parade was at night. It's more common than people think. Um, yeah, and that's what Chris and I were kind of alluding to um, in, in um, back in my hometown um, that we had three. Well, there's five municipalities in Logan County, but three of them have parades, uh, and uh, they were always set up that one was on Thursday night, the uh, Logan's was Thursday night, Mann's was Friday night, and then Chapmanville's was Saturday afternoon. So you had a lot of people that would take part in all of the parades, so it worked out well. Um, You know, again, the things that that get people kind of riled up uh, in my years of radio have been things like trick or treating times, <laughs> parades, and things of that nature. Not everybody's happy about the Christmas parade being at night, but uh, I think uh, to me it just kind of, as Chris said, when you factor in the lights and everything, I just think it, it, it's a lot better. In, in my opinion, but everybody's different. But there's plenty of other Christmas parades in the area that aren't at night. I know there were some last week. There's probably still some more to come. Some of the areas, so uh, get out there and enjoy it. Weather's going to be great and. And uh, it's going to be a great time uh, tonight. And if you can't make it again, we will be broadcasting live the Charleston Christmas Parade tonight. Great Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text Line, 304-935-5008. Now, I did want to say this about Christmas. Um, Caitlin, our producer, has done a fantastic job of decorating for Christmas her area, the, uh, the, the, the producer's area. This is where the production is done for, uh, for this show and also for the morning news. And she's, uh, she's got the entire monitor, uh, wrapped in, um, in Garland in here, uh, which I don't know from an engineering standpoint whether that's a good idea or not, but, you know, 
who knows? We also have a, a small Christmas tree over here that Caitlin has uh, has decorated. So the next question I have for you, uh, Miss Miss Murphy, is when can we anticipate that my room, the not just my room, but this is where Weekly does his show, and this is where when when will this room be decorated? I'm working on it. Give All me, right. you got to give me some time. Act in pro- uh, Okay, work in progress. All right. All right, so I can anticipate then by tomorrow or so that it will be decorated. Maybe over the weekend. Matt Guitar Murphy is doing a run-in here. I don't know what the, what this is all about. Uh, Matt, what's up? Well, I'm working the front desk, and I just got a call, and someone wanted me to remind you that in A Christmas Story, mm-hmm. the parade was at night. Okay. All so right. So there you go. All right, Matt. Matt Guitar. Man, appreciate the listener for for or yeah for calling Matt out front and letting him know that Matt. Thanks a lot, man. Matt's a man of many talents, football analyst and traffic guy, and yeah. So, do you have any requests for the studio? Like, what's your taste in Christmas decorations? <laughs> do you really want the answer to that? I think I think yeah. we're all waiting with bated breath. You've waited. You've known me for a year and a half now. Do you really want to know how I'm going to decorate this Christmas studio? You said you uh, like the decorations. Studio. I did. I, I, I like them. I like the silver tree. I we think did, it's like, nice. I went with like a silver tree, old tinsel kind of in the fifties like with colored lights, so it looks really vintagey. Um, can you do something that looks? Let's see. Uh, for my, if you're if you're asking for me, I, I'd like to have. You know, I like the. This, I, I like silver. I like white. Um, a little blue for the cowboys. A little blue and silver. That that would be good. But if you could also make it look like a, um, I don't know, like maybe a bar, that would be good. Do you want your tree decorated with like various deli meats? Maybe that 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 would be good. Yeah, an assortment of meats and cheeses is always good. Okay, I can work on that. I'll make notes. Okay, all right, sounds good. We'll work on that. But remember, this is this is not just my studio. Okay, Dave Weekly does Hotline from here, and and uh, Chris and Carrie do the morning news. If it's done in my style, I don't think uh, that Carrie Hudasek is going to is going to appreciate my my decorating style because it's probably going to be frat house style. Frat house is probably the way I would decorate it. I can find some type of middle ground. What was that? I'll find some type of middle ground. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Quick Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text Line, 304-935-5008. Um, I wanted to get into this a little bit more serious topic. Your city council, uh, at their meeting on Monday night, decided to uh, support West Virginia Health Right can, uh, in um, the continuing their syringe services program here in Charleston. Now, it came Monday night during the council meeting in the form of a resolution expressing support for the agency's application to the state's Office of Health Facility, Health Facility Licensure and Certification to continue their programs at their clinic on Washington Street uh, East and um, on-site at the Covenant House. Now, there were no voices of opposition, according to a published report, um, and this is the way it has to be done now. Your call. Let's go back to the legislature last year. According to the new state regulations passed by the legislature last session, um, and this is the way that it was intended, that you just wouldn't have people out handing out needles, that there would be some sort of uh, of an accountability uh, here. Uh, um, and I, I don't know personally, um, a lot of people who do support needle exchange programs, um, I I don't, and I've stated that many times. But if you're going to have them, in my mind, and the science has proven that they actually do work, there has to be some sort of accountability. And um, and I feel that this program offers that. Now, even even those that on, on city council that are opposed to the programs, again, this was – from what I understand, I wasn't there, didn't watch it, but I, but I read the accounts. Um, it, was, it was unanimous. There were no opposition to the way that it's, that, that it's being done. 
So uh, that will continue in the city of uh, Charleston. Uh, Checker says the Cowboys suck. Okay, well, that's... That's always good to know, and nobody knows that more than a Cowboys fan. <laughs> let's let's go to Jim. You're on 580 Live. Go ahead, man. You know, it kind of scared me when you said we're waiting with bated breath because I was afraid you would say, well, put a pork chop up in this corner or put a bowl of soup in this corner. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe some of the, your favorite meals or, or your favorite restaurants would be your decoration. Yeah, that's the way. Actually, I had a text about that. Somebody said I should hang sausage links from the tree. <laughs> Well, and something else, too. Now, Dave, it's been years since I have been up there because you know how long I've been uh, uh, confined uh, here. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the best I remember, accessibility to the municipal auditorium is best from that uh, side lot where the buses park. Now, the Gaithers will uh, park their buses in that area, but there is also still parking. Plus, that's coming in from the Courier Street side. Uh, uh, I would think that you could even have the parade on Virginia Street, and it would not affect uh, uh, getting into the municipal auditorium, but I could be wrong. Well, and again, when I, had, when I did Mayor Monday with the mayor and also Mackenzie Spencer, who's kind of been tasked, she's one of the people that's helping to organize this parade uh, with the city. They said that, uh, because we did have some concerns about that from a texter, uh, that uh, that the auditorium would be accessible uh, with, for people that are coming because, you know, again, the two things are, are, are happening at the same time, and it happens. Um, and so uh, we hope... We hope that it's um, – we, we hope all goes according to plan. I will say this. If Jim Brown were running the show, man, it would run flawlessly. I do know that. Well, I don't know about that. But see, like my memory is bad, but the best <laughs> that I remember it is, you know, all accessible – from that side, and uh, I've never had any trouble whatsoever getting into the municipal auditorium. In fact, when they uh, years ago, when they they had the farewell tour of Bread, uh-huh. I went to that concert there. Well, um, so uh, hopefully everything will go according to plan tonight, Jim. I appreciate your insight as always, my friend. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you, Jim Brown, you know, regular caller here. 20 minutes away from 10. From the Parmar Store Studio, this is 580 Live, uh, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group and the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses have been creating jobs in West Virginia since 1997. This year, holiday begins with Thornhill Auto Group. The season is here, and as always, we're here for you. It's Sydney, Santa's helper here on the Thornhill Motor Mile, and I want everyone to know we're going to stuff your stockings with over $22,000 this month. Come visit us on the Thornhill Motor Mile and register to win in our weekly $1,000 holiday drawing at any of our six locations. We want to help keep you jolly, and while you're in, check out all of our new 2022 models arriving daily. Test drive, grab a new ride. Let's make this year totally magical. With the best selection and service from West Virginia to Kentucky, this year, holiday begins on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Visit thornhillautomotive.com. See Thornhill for all details. 
Dr. Reed Dental Group, we treat all our patients like family. This mission has been with us from the beginning, ever since Dr. Sammy Garib opened our first location over 40 years ago. Now with six convenient locations to serve you and your family in Polka, South Charleston, Cross Lanes, St. Albans, Taze Valley, and Canal City, it's easier than ever for us to see your smile. Give us a call at 1-800-GREAT-CARE or visit GaribDentalGroup.com so we may treat you how we treat all of our patients, like family. Tis the season for free play humbucks at Mardi Crawl. You can enter daily starting December 1st from any promotional kiosk. It all builds to Saturday, December 18th, when a cast will win $99 in free play every 15 minutes between 2 and 10 p.m., including $500 in cash at 7 p.m., $750 at 8 p.m., $1,500 at 9 p.m., and $500 at 10 p.m. Learn more at Mardi Gras Casino WV.com. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800- gambler hi it's john burnett with fourth avenue financial are you on track for the comfortable retirement you've dreamed about go to fourthavenuefinancial.com to schedule a free consultation or to sign up for my weekly financial tips giving you the knowledge to retire right visit fourthavenuefinancial.com today Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member FinRecipic. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, J.W. Cole Financial, J.W. Cole Advisors, and 4th Avenue Financial are unaffiliated entities. Five eighty live from the Parmar Store Studio. Voice of Charleston WCH is Kayla Murphy's our producer today. Come visit the new Parmar in the the newest one in the Charleston area, eight hundred one Greenbrier Street. And in the coming weeks will be some big news coming from that particular Parmar location. And remember, if it's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Quinn Computers Hotline three zero four three four five fifty eight fifty eight. Fruit Pharmacy Tax Line three zero four nine three five five zero zero. A texture says, "What happened in council about the city signing up with the county transparency program that most cities do?" I'm sure they have nothing to hide. It's a no-brainer. Um, I, as I said, I was not at the city council meeting a couple of nights ago. I, I was told by someone that there were representatives from the state auditor's office in attendance, uh, that the state auditor himself was not there, uh, but uh, he had a had a prior commitment. But I was told that there were – I was told there were representatives from the auditor's office there um, and that I think – and again, you hate to say I think. I think that the whole plan was is that they wanted to have the actual auditor in attendance so they would be able to discuss it. I think that's the way that I understand it. Um, but this has to do with the checkbook. Uh, this is There are a lot of cities. I had J.B. McCuskey, the state auditor, on the show last week. And uh, there's a, a program called the West Virginia Checkbook where um, citizens can go online and they can see dollar for dollar how every dollar is being spent. A lot of a lot of cities in the state of West Virginia have signed up for that. Charleston is not on that. Not saying that they never will be, but they aren't at this point. Um, so I don't think any action I don't think was taken the other night on that. If I'm wrong, I shall correct it. Texture says, uh, Dave, Caitlin just doesn't get your decorating style. You've already decorated your section of the studio. Your decorations are all the Cowboy Championship banners from the last two decades, which would be none because they haven't won a Super Bowl since the 1996 season. That that hurts. That hurts greatly. Texture says, call uh, see, call her Jim, frequent show contributor and parade organizer. Jim could pretty much organize anything. Uh, story posted, wvmetronews.com and wchsnetwork.com. Uh, leaders of the two biggest teachers unions in the state are asking the State Board of Education to give teachers and students a, quote, mental health day. 
WVEA President Dale Lee and American Federation of Teachers President Fred Albert uh, making that plea yesterday during the state board's monthly meeting in Charleston. Uh, now, again, you can read all about it at our websites, but um, some of the quotes from Dale Lee included, and this is a quote, all our educators are being pushed to the limit and are at the breaking point. Uh, due to the pressures of the pandemic uh, and students, and this is another quote, students are lashing out trying to find something that gets them back to normal, end quote. Fred Albert of the uh, AFT pretty much saying the same thing again, quoting, they're not just belly aching, talking about school administrators, teachers of that nature. Uh, many feel like it's May or June when it's actually just December, and they are, again, quoting, end of the year worn out according to a texter. He went on to say that, again, quoting, you can read the entire story, wvmetronews.com, public education is under attack uh, right now. What did we do wrong? End quote. Well, uh, (laughs) um, you know, please don't take the following as an attack on actual classroom teachers, because it's not. But a lot of the criticisms of our public school system are aimed straight at the policies in school um, a lot. The uh, And I, I, I'm basing that in, in talking to people and in, in text I get to the show and things of that nature. Um, and it's not really aimed necessarily at actual everyday teachers and school staffs for the most part. Um, sometimes, simply, they are the ones that are tasked with carrying out the plans in a lot of cases. And um, according to many teachers that I know, uh, they've had very little, if any, input uh, into a lot of the planning that goes on. Um, doing some reading this morning, uh, there were at least six different states across the nation that extended their Thanksgiving breaks by several days to allow for these mental health days for students and staff. Now, I'm not sure exactly what they're supposed to do on those mental health days, a spa day or yoga or get drunk. I I don't know. Um, This um, I I do know this. The the, the pandemic has been hell on everyone. And and, and I'm not trying to pit people against each other. um, But um, what the unions here, in my opinion, are asking for could be asked for our first responders who haven't missed a day during all this. Um, Doctors, nurses, um, the people charged with keeping hospitals open, maintenance people, think people that you don't think about, you know, things of that nature. And there are a lot of professions going back to March of 2020 that haven't missed a single day uh, during all this. And, um, and in the meantime, somewhat related, uh, if you heard uh, Tuesday's show I did with Azim Khan, the one I had to do from the road, Azim Khan of the WVU Student Government Association, who's a Charleston native, GW guy, um, they, being the Student Government Association, are asking the governor to invest federal relief dollars toward mental health issues of college students. So, let me see. Uh, texture says, Mental Health Day, it's called Saturday and Sunday, according to a texture. Uh, that is, according to a texter. Texter says, if teachers wanted some time off, they should get a job where they're off all summer. Oh, wait. Or they shouldn't have band together to vote Carmichael out. Then they could have been on strike every spring. Free vacay, according to a uh, texter. Uh, Tell you what, let's go ahead and take a break because i got some other things I want to get into. And I have a feeling that 
that story is probably going to elicit a lot more text. So I will go ahead and take a break a little bit early. We'll be back right after this. A quick reminder, though, from City National Bank, their Cookies with Santa and their annual toy drive for the Children's Home Society is happening at the City National Bank, downtown Charleston, 10 Hale Street, on Thursday, December 16th, one week from today, from 4 till 7 p.m. So be sure and check it out. We're back after this from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live at a Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses are small businesses with big impact, including Generations Physical Therapy and Snap Fitness. This year, holiday begins with Thornhill Auto Group. The season is here, and as always, we're here for you. It's Sydney, Santa's helper here on the Thornhill Motor Mile, and I want everyone to know we're going to stuff your stockings with over $22,000 this month. Come visit us on the Thornhill Motor Mile and register to win in our weekly $1,000 holiday drawing at any of our six locations. We want to help keep you jolly, and while you're in, check out all of our new 2022 models arriving daily. Test drive, grab a new ride. Let's make this year totally magical with the best selection and service from West Virginia to Kentucky. This year, holiday begins on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Visit thornhillautomotive.com. See Thornhill for all details. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the West Virginia Army National Guard. Aired by the West Virginia Broadcasters Association and this station. It's back. Breakfast with Santa. Saturday, December 11th at Camp Virgil Tate. Join us at 9 a.m. to noon for a socially distanced pancake breakfast, pictures with Santa, and pony rides for just $5 each. Enjoy children's crafts and activities and a holiday performance by the Almost Heaven Dawsomer Club. COVID guidelines will be followed for the safety of our children. All proceeds support Camp Virgil Tate and local 4-H programs. Breakfast with Santa, Saturday the 11th at Camp Virgil Tate. See Facebook.com slash Camp Virgil Tate for more details. From the Parmar Store Studio, it's 580 Live at a voice of Charleston, WCHS. Coin Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858. Food Pharmacy Text Line, 304-935-5008. A uh, bit of a programming note. Uh, I had uh, originally said that tomorrow I was going to bring in some broadcasting legends, Fred Persinger and Speedy Bevins, to talk about high school basketball in the state of West Virginia, some of their recollections. I've had those two on the past, and the show's have been very, very popular. Uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances, I've had to move that show to next week, so it'll be a week for tomorrow. So tomorrow, you just have to put up with me and Amanda NBT. On Friday Funhouse. Queen Computers Hotline 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text Line 304-935-5008. Uh, Texture says, good music choice, Caitlin. And that was not that bumper. It was the previous bumper, the one that you said I probably wouldn't know. And you're right, I didn't. Uh, so, uh, But uh, someone was very happy with your, with your bumper uh, choice there. It was Selena. Ah. Bitty bitty bum bum. Yeah. Um, I love Selena. Okay. Texture says, Dave, one Christmas tradition that I really miss, the annual B.E. Taylor Christmas concert, of course. Uh, he's passed away, but what a spectacular show he put on. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see. You know I listened to your show on the day Dale said it would not hurt the kids to stay home for a year. I'm a former teacher, and you cannot play catch-up with kids. Teachers have personal days more than before, and they have sick days. I'm sorry, but our health care workers are exhausted, too, according to a texter. Uh, texter says, the teacher's union boss literally said the words, what did we do wrong? 
The more relevant question is, what did they not do wrong? They took a three-week vacation in 2018, got paid, but didn't teach our kids. They annually rank as one of the worst group of teachers by state in the entire country. They constantly bellyache about wanting more money for doing a bad job. They constantly complain about any reforms that the legislature tries to implement. These union bosses don't have a clue, according to a texter. Texter says, hey, I know, maybe the teachers could go on another illegal strike, according to a texter. Texture says, Dave, I can't even this morning. These union cronies have ruined the education system in our state, and they have the gall to ask what they have done wrong. Shaking my head, according to a texture. Texture says, people that are critical to teachers and school staff have no idea what they go through on a daily basis. Don't be so quick to judge a two who have walked a mile in their shoes. I will say this to the texter that had said earlier about Saturday and Sundays. Uh, for seven, well, no, not 17. Let me say about 12 or 13 years, uh, my wife and I live next door uh, to a high school teacher. Um, and, um, and and I will tell you that uh, that particular teacher works seven days a week. I mean, and again, just like any other profession, there are teachers that don't give it their all, just like there are mechanics, doctors, lawyers, whatever, they don't give it their all. But that particular teacher, our former next-door neighbor, works seven days a week. She works summers. Uh, she worked evenings usually. Uh, many things she didn't get paid for. She spent thousands of dollars out of her own pocket every year for school supplies because this, the supplies weren't adequate. Now, again, is that every teacher? No, it is not. But this lady was one of the finest teachers, and sadly she passed away a couple of years ago. But uh, um, I saw what she did. I mean, we would have get-togethers at her house on you know a couple times a month on a Saturday night, and we came over, and she was working. She was grading. She was doing something online. She, she, was, she was seven days a week. Um, uh, she was. Uh, texture says mail carriers are quite literally exhausted from the pandemic with all the online commerce. None of us are requesting mental health days off. What a joke, according to a texture. Texture also says Caitlin should play the Gaither's music as bumper music in honor of the concert today. <laughs> Caitlin, you wanted to, you said you said something to me during the break. Go ahead. Uh, you said it basically too that. Students also don't have Saturdays and Sundays off. At least from my perspective, as a college student. I would have three or four essays due from three or four different classes on that next Monday. Or you would have projects to do. Like, there's no breaks in college for sure. But the thing that's confusing me is this either-or situation where it's like these workers who have worked so hard during the pandemic, your healthcare workers, first responders, service workers, they don't get mental health days off, so why should teachers? Well, why can't they all get mental health days now? Because somebody's got to work. It, do you think it's like rotating shifts? One, do you think that okay. like they would all take it off at yeah, once? Yeah, okay, good point, good point. You're correct. Our healthcare workers also deserve the same amount of respect as almost everybody else in this pandemic, but just because they deserve it doesn't mean other people don't. Service industry has been hit hard by this. The most, Business owners have been hit hard by this. The most fatalities right after healthcare workers are line cook workers. That's from the CDC. Okay. And looking at the Bureau of uh, Jobs, too. It's line workers, service workers. The industry has been hit hard. I mean, everybody's been hit hard. I completely – here's my thing, though, and, and, and please – Hear me out on this, okay? And I and I thought this when I had Azeem Khan on the show that he seemed like a brilliant young man. Somebody told me we're all going to be working for him someday. I mean, this guy is going places, okay? This the student government representative from Charleston was on the show. You know, the, the anniversary, and please don't think I'm trying to downplay anything, but the anniversary of Pearl Harbor was this week, 80 years ago. 
um, a horror that you know America had had never seen until nine eleven had you know didn't didn't have that again. What was the mindset of the people then? And how many of them at that? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a false equivalent. Maybe it is. It is. It, it's a false equivalent. I watched a really great video about that actually, and they had a Gulf War vet and a World War II vet, and they asked them to talk about their experiences. And the World War II vet was very quiet. He didn't mention much. He didn't say a lot. But the Gulf War vet could talk about his feelings more. And like the whole comment. But section, are we better off by talking about it? Well, you can just look at suicide rates and figure that out. Well, I mean, obviously they're up. I mean, you say they're up. I don't follow suicide rates, but you're saying that they're up now. I mean, they're up now because of the pandemic. But if you look at suicide rates throughout history, they're at an all time low because people can actually talk about their feelings now. Is it totally wrong and totally close minded of me to say that we were better off and we didn't talk about so much? Yes. Okay. I just just thought I'd ask. That's also why the suicide rate is so high for men. Uh The suicide rate for uh, men in rural areas is higher than any other demographic because they've been taught don't talk about your feelings ever keep them inside don't ever talk about your feelings that's the way i was taught (laughs) and the way that that builds up inside of a person can cause them to do self-harm and not even to themselves but harm other people that's why you see school shootings now and stuff like that and they're mostly done by white men Texture says, uh, teachers need time off. I call BS. Try being a mailman during the Christmas of a pandemic. I, apparently, I've, I've, I've tapped into the mail carriers uh, union today. <laughs> uh, a lot of those, uh, folks, at least a couple of texts. Texas said, don't like it, don't teach. I left a six-figure job because I didn't like it. Teachers need to get a clue. According, you know, and I had a feeling that when I talked about this story, and again, it's it's in the paper this morning. It's front-page story, the, the lead story at WVMetroNews.com. This press conference was held by the two heads of the teachers unions yesterday i knew i had a feeling what it was going to elicit this morning um you know and again i'm not trying to downplay what our teachers have gone through what our students have gone through whatever but i mean i just don't i mean everybody has gone gone through something they could also if i want to play devil's advocate it could say not everybody is dealing with the future uh as our teachers are so i'll go ahead and throw in the own my own devil's advocate point there uh texas said everyone has been hit hard and now we think most people with Let's see, wait a minute. Now we think most people will say goodbye to your job if you don't get the vacation. Not again. Or maybe it's it was, it was VAC, the vaccination. I'm sorry. Uh, not against the VAC, but fired from your career and must leave your job? Question mark. This pandemic is hard on everyone, as it is. Uh, Texture says, Mental Health Day. Give me a break and grow up, teachers. You knew it was stressful when you took the job, just like marriage. It's for better or for worse. Cry me a river. Texas says, Dave, not enough money to get me to come to that hellhole you call Charleston for a Christmas parade or anything else. Texas says, Dave, will the mayor be rounding up the bums and putting them out of sight for the cameras during the parade tonight? Uh, Texas says, I thought it was a holiday parade. What exactly happened? Texas says, West Virginia teachers are among the lowest paid in the U.S. We know they are essential and literally help shape the future generation. Pay them more. Regarding mental health days, give it to everyone. The sophomoric approach to genuine mental health being is a continuation of the unjust stigma of mental illness. It's beyond time to recognize that mental health is the same as physical health, according to a texter. Final text, unions are a scourge on society. They were needed 100 years ago, but not needed today. Lively show. My thanks to Carrie and Chris. Again, they will be broadcasting along with Steve and Jenny the Christmas Parade tonight. Our coverage starts after Sports Line at 7 o'clock tonight. Enjoy the Christmas Parade, everybody, tonight. And also my thanks to uh, Sarah from the uh, YMCA of the Kanawha Valley as well on the Spirit of the Valley. BT and Amanda coming up tomorrow. Going to try to have a little fun on your Friday. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We'll see you later. Till then, have fun and love somebody.
WCHSAM 96.5 FM Charleston, 104.5 Cross Lanes, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. 1969, that's the last time so few people filed for weekly unemployment benefits. ABC's Aaron Katursky has the jobless picture from the Labor Department. 184,000 people filed new claims for unemployment benefits last week, the lowest weekly total in 52 years. It reflects a tight labor market in which employers are unwilling to let go of workers. They've also been offering higher wages and better benefits to attract workers to the 11 million unfilled jobs in the country. Hourly private sector wages were up nearly 5% in November. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.